Good evening, welcome to One and All on the Toon Review, uh, where we are looking back on a magnificent start of the World Cup for England and uh, obviously checking out some transfer names for Newcastle United as that all-important transfer window is creep, creep, creeping very, very quickly upon us. Um, Alex is just getting some stats together for some players and uh, getting things uh, ready to rock. Um, we'll look at some uh, comments before we get going, as usual. Uh, Ian is still singing Vindaloo. I think he's been singing that since one o'clock this afternoon. Uh, Kishen says, uh, get Jude Bellingham. Uh, yes, we'll come on to him. Uh, what, a, what a performance. Uh, Spider says, USA look very sharp here and are all over wheels. Be warned, England. Yeah, I've watched the first half of that game and... Uh, I, well, what's your what's your tone there with that comment? Bloody hell! Chipper says Pulisic is tearing Wales a new one. Well, yeah, because it's Wales and Pulisic is a reasonably competent player. He plays regular Champions League football. He's a good player. Yeah, he is. Well, most he of the is. Wales players are not regular Champions League footballers. They're either, you know, they're in lower divisions or there's a few in in top divisions. They are indeed. Uh, Spacebar, welcome back. Uh, Jackus is evening team. I uh, hope everyone's well after that great watch along with Paul and Billy. How are the lads and lasses? Um, Ian says, Today I am a woman. Uh, I have no idea. He said that earlier as well. Uh, Julie J, welcome back in again. Uh, Spacebar says, Did Shania Twain help you along with that? Uh, I think it must. Uh, good evening back to Julie. Uh, Trolls, good evening to you. Uh, Kamal, good evening. Uh, everyone's just saying hello. Um, it looked like they were on the set of El Dorado. I've got no idea, Spacebar, what the hell you're talking about, El Dorado. Uh, Spike says, uh, good evening, TDR family. I uh, hope everyone's good. Indeed, we are. Spike, you still haven't messaged me about what phone case you want. Um, so you need to get battery, man. Um, Ian says he never doubted Southgate. Cough. Uh, Shane, good morning. Uh, we'll be tuning in later after the USA versus Wales game. No problem at all. Um, Julie J said, uh, who would have thought at USA beating Wales at the minute? Bill didn't like it when he got booked. I mean, it wasn't a foul. He got the ball. It was a brilliant, cha brilliant challenge. We don't want to see yellow cards for that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, good evening, Rachel. Uh, Let's have a look further down, down, down. Wes, good evening to you. Hope you're well. Uh, well, Julie J has just put a, an emoji of a sheep uh, with Gareth Bale. Uh, okay. Uh, Simon says, yo, hombres. <laughs> with, <clears throat> with the L again, Alex. It, uh, I think it's just winding you up with that one. Uh, Carl says, evening, everyone. Uh, there's been some dubious refing decisions in the World Cup so far. Um, what did you make of that penalty for a run at the end, Alex? I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna read the rules correctly every time, then yeah, fine, that's a pen. Mm. But that happens twelve times per Premier League match and doesn't get penalties given. Um, and if that's a pen, then Maguire's wrestle to the ground is a pen. Yeah, no it actually happened in the first half as well. Yeah, yeah, with it, Maguire, it needs to be stamped Stones. out because. Ultimately, some of these games, whether it's to do with England or other nations, there are going to be games that are much tighter than that, and, and, and there's only one goal in it. And decisions like that, shocking decisions, are going to ruin the whole World Cup for one nation or few nations. Um, we'd rather the football matches are decided by skill and winning the game on merit than strange decisions. 
Uh, Ian says, uh, I'll kick this off. I don't see any major signings happening in January. A couple of youngsters is back up, I think. Santos and Perone is my bet. Uh, Ian, I don't think you're going to be right there. I think we're going to make a marquee signing again. I really do. Uh, Jackie, good evening. Louis, good evening. Simon says, uh, here, Carl, you were totally right about the uh, AC, mate. Who knew? Uh, obviously talking about the air conditioning, I guess. Uh, Frau says, I think we will get two signings. Uh, Keith, good evening. Uh, Ian says, I think Madison and Diaby will let the contracts run down to get them cheaper. I'm not sure. I know, Mad- you know, Madison, he wants to come to Newcastle and he doesn't really want to wait. I think he wants to be part of this uh, huge explosion at the at the football club and, and be part of it. Um, Foster says, USA are battering Wales. Mm. Mm. I like coffee. Good evening. Jason, good evening. Wes says, whoever manages to sign Bellingham has got a right player on their hands. Superb. Um, even by that standard, uh, you know, today, Alex, Bellingham is somebody uh, that is going to demand a very high transfer fee, I get the feeling, if somebody does want him. Um, th- there is going to be a case that he will eventually want to come back into the Premier League. Um, and obviously, you know, the bigger clubs are going to be in there for him, which would probably include us. Um, but he is going to be an extortionate transfer fee. Yeah, well, he's incredible. Um, he he is everything that Rubus Loftus Cheek, Ruben Loftus Cheek, was meant to be, mm-hmm. and more. Um, he's a destroyer. He's a ball winner. He can play some nice, careful tempo football and ping it left and right. He can switch. He can he can play a long ball. He can he can score headers. He can score with his feet. He can drive with the ball. He's he's pointing and dictating play to his teammates, and he's nineteen. Um, yeah, it's it's outrageous how impressive he is. Um, and he's already had a couple of years in the Bundesliga. Um, crazy, absolutely crazy. Yeah. Well, shoot the thrill says I was expecting a full England face paint from Alex after that. Oh, yes, that is my bad. I I will go and put someone halfway through the stream if I get a minute because I um I was late coming back from work. I, I didn't finish work until nearly half past three, so I had to turn all my tech off and ignore everybody. So I didn't know the England score, and I had to yep. watch it afterwards. Yeah. Um. So you all knew the score when I was watching it. Uh, well, Spacebar basically has told. Well, he's just. That's his feelings. Uh, Wes says Bellingham would cost any club approximately 150 million minimum. Um, I thought, do you know what? When when you see Bellingham play, he just uses quality, doesn't he? He doesn't panic on the ball. He bursts forward very well. Um, but I thought the, the the combination between him and Declan Rice worked really well today. Declan Rice was quite happy to sit back. Um, I thought he had a fantastic game as well with his uh, his constant interceptions and and just. Superb. Um, um, I, I don't really think well. Rice had a had a particularly good game. Um, Are you joking I me? Good, I thought it was a good game for, for the fact it was against Iran, but I was expecting a lot more out of him. Um, it was obviously a plan that the Declan Rice would sit back and you know look after the back four, which yeah, he did he, so very he was very well. As a sticks that they were effectively playing our formation. If if you noticed. Um, Saka was working as kind of a bunny Miggy version in front of Trippier. They went to a 4-3-3 was with Rice sitting as a six, the same as Bruno does for us. Uh, apart from the inverted stuff, they adopted quite a NUFC style of um, 
play, in my opinion. Anyway, I thought Maguire looked so so much better. I, I think it's yeah. far. I think it's far more imp- important to talk about players like Maguire than it is to talk about Rice. I think mm. Maguire looked the very good to be fair that's what we've that's what we used to see from him um i think it i think it's helped that he's playing with better teammates yeah. and he got a good hour where he was reading the game well getting some good passes in didn't look very happy scored. when he came off though looked a little concerned as to his uh, cheekbone but um yeah blurred vision and potentially that's why he lost his man for the goal so yeah. i won't i won't be frustrated if you know if that happens that happens it's not the player's fault yeah. um yeah, uh, but I've I've got Jude Bellingham's stats up on FB Ref. So when we start looking at transfer players, I can show you how good Bellingham actually is absolutely. as well. Uh, Francisco, uh, good evening. I got your email, by the way. Uh, hello, boys. Great win. Better commentary. Everyone in the chat now, wonderful mods. Have an awesome evening. Um, Jal, good evening to you. Uh, Trill says, where is Gary V? Haven't seen him for a while. He's he's he's, he's He was on this afternoon. Um but he's got uh, something to deal with at home tonight, I think. Uh, random one says, Scotty, is Gareth Bale the greatest ever British player? No. No. He's one of the most decorated, but he's not yeah. one of the best. He hasn't exactly finished his career with a blaze of glory either, to be fair. Um, you know, with all this golf and crap and, and disappearing off to the MLS. Not for me. I think, I think he had a better peak than some of the others. Mm. Like, if you compare him to, like, Ryan Giggs and stuff... Like Ryan Giggs couldn't couldn't bomb down a wing, score four, and a score a bicycle kick, and win a Champions League on his own. Mm. Like Bale at peak was unstoppable, but it was a very short-lived peak. Unfortunately, we didn't really get to see much of his peak. It would have been it would have been fun. Uh, Guy Reevely says, uh, even though today I'm a woman, perhaps reference to FIFA chair crazy press conference. Um, ah, right, yeah. okay, yeah, uh, that's fair uh, Spacebar says he was referring to Simon Jordan, Martin Keown, and Jim White on Talksport this morning. It looked like the set of El Dorado. Yes, it did. Um, <laughs> I've seen a few clips of that on, on YouTube, and it definitely did. Um, Yano says uh, most of the Wales team are not regular players. Dummett should be making this team. He fits the profile. Never fit, never <laughs> plays. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, strange one. Um, Jules says hashtag Welshness. Uh, Spike said, emailed you a couple of days ago. I don't think I got it, mate. Um, send us it again, just to be sure, buddy. Uh, BL Duff says, uh, you look hard enough and you will find some borderline foul on every corner. True. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, if, if that's going to be a penalty, Alex, the you know the consistency has to be there. That Every shirt pull at VARC, they're going to have to award a penalty. Which yeah, we can't. We game. can't have that. Considering at the start of the season, the the general consensus of the referees was we want a bit more physicality back in the game. We're going to try and let a bit more go this season. Um, yeah, it w- there's there's a few things I think we need cleaning up. I think offside, the offside needs more clarity. The VAR team need to improve with communication decisions, mm-hmm. um, handballs, crowding the ref. There are a few things that can have immediate change and improve the game, but yeah. Niggly fouls. Um, that's, it's subjective. The refs just got to be competent. We need experienced refs that are going to actually do a decent job. Yeah. Uh, currently in the 54th minutes in uh, Wales's game, it is still the USA leading by a goal to nil. Logan says, great win for England. Please, Southgate didn't go with a back five. Yep, absolutely. Uh, let's see how long he uh, he keeps that going for. Good evening, Jordan. 
Paul says, uh, even a Paul and Alex plus the mod crew, decent game today, shocking ref, uh, but we get the result and a good stamp on the tournament. Uh, there was a few nasty tackles went in from Iran, um, Alex, especially sort of over the top, studs onto the top of the foot. It happened to Trippier, it happened to a couple of other players. They are dangerous tackles because we know that obviously metatarsal injuries, you know, those little bones on the top of your feet can can easily be damaged. Yeah, I think I think at least one of them was a red card challenge. Um, right. They were lucky to finish with 11 men. There was one way just side lunged into into somebody's ankle and you just saw the joint just go, just no, red card, all day long red card. Um, the trippier one, probably not, that was not red. It was bad. But it's just, I would say that's just a booking. I'm not even, uh, I don't think it even got given as a foul either, which is quite funny. I think it was definitely a booking, um, yeah. but it didn't even get given. You know, Trippy is just sat there like with holding his its foot, mm. you know, trying to trying to make sure he can stand up. I, I don't know how the referees can do that. It, it, it baffles me. The, the, the funniest ones are when a player goes and shows the ref a face injury or a torn shirt mm. and the ref goes, no, there was no foul. I mean, the, the Iran goalkeeper, um, I mean, his nose ballooned up like a, well, like an air balloon. I mean, yeah. it just, it, it was almost as big as his face by the time he went off the pitch. It was a bit of a farce, the length of time that took, because it was clear uh, that when he was injured, the real, he wasn't staying on the pitch, was he? I mean, it, there was going to come a point where they should have taken him off at that moment. Yeah, so there's, there's a fine line between Americanizing the game and modernizing the game. And I think Alan Shearer got it spot on. We need uh, like a temporary subs rule to just keep mm. the game flowing and protect the players. It's a double win. It means the fans get to watch football. It means the players don't get cold. It means it protects the injured players' safety. Um, when it's it's not really abusable in situations like that because yeah. you can see it. Um, and yeah, we, we need some modernization of certain rules like that to protect the players. Because he he stood up and was wobbling around. He took a goal. In a, he tried to take the goal kick. It was it was a farce. He should have been taken off. If he has any long term repercussions, then the doctors and people making the decision. And I absolutely condemn the Iran manager um, for sort of throwing his arms around and putting his arms on his head when the goalkeeper said he had to come off. Yeah. Who 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 the hell do you think you are to make a call on somebody's safety? You're a football absolutely. manager disgraceful he should be I think he should be fined for that disgusting behaviour I don't know what to make of him at the end of the game I don't know whether you saw it Alex when, um, weird he, weird man very turned, weird man he, he turned to the crowd behind the uh, behind the Iran bench and started doing this as if to say it's 6-1 down I mean <laughs> what the hell is that all about you know what I mean it's it made lost no, the plot. absolutely no sense completely lost the plot yeah, uh, Frau says, uh, when does the young Australian striker become available for selection? If he plays a few games in the World Cup, I think it changes the perspective on things. But Eddie Howe has already stated that he will more than likely go out on loan. So uh, th- that's the way it's looking at the minute. Uh, KB says, hi, Paul and Alex. Uh, all well and cool, sirs, on this delightful evening from Belfast. Uh, I like coffee, says Agent Callum, Agent Kieran, Agent Nick will help us get Madison. Uh, it was nice to see, uh, obviously, Callum Wilson come on, wasn't it? And I said to Billy during commentary um, that if that was him breaking through on goal for Newcastle, I'm not sure he passes there. Um, I know it was slightly wide, but it, it, he certainly could have buried that in the bottom corner, I think, if he'd wanted to. But, um, you know, unselfishly pulls it back for a Grealish tap-in. Um, I don't know. I think I think Wilson three to four months ago doesn't square it. 
because none of none of the other teammates were finishing their dinner. Yeah, um, that's true. But I think in more recent times, I think he trusts his teammates a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I, I'm I'm happy he did that. I mean, he could have. I mean, I was a little bit frustrated with Michael Richards with this comments commentary afterwards. Just it was all about it was all about Grealish, mm-hmm. even though ninety five percent of that goal was Callum Wilson. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. On what planet is that? Is that is that more? You know, it, mo- yeah, ninety five percent hard work from Wilson. He he put his foot down, accelerated well. Hamstrings mm-hmm. didn't ping. Touch word, fingers crossed. All of that, all of that good stuff. Um, and it was a very unselfish. And 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 the comment, the commentary was bizarre from the from the lads today. Um, well, that's it was, because you weren't listening the, the, the proper commentary, Alex. And, um, really. But I mean, I mean oh, they're whinging about Kane and Wilson not scoring or not not having goals. Kane got two assists and Wilson got one assist. The, uh, we mentioned in commentary that, that, that Harry Kane has a hat. Obviously, we spoke about this in the past with Harry Kane always seemingly coming deep, and it really frustrates me because I think if if he could just stay where he is, I think he, he gets a lot more goals today. But then his two assists were were real quality. Um, you know, the, the the first one, great ball in for for Sterling. And the, the second one, he, he held the ball up, he kept control of it and, and set us away. And, and obviously, Saka went in, his, or was it Rashford? I can't remember. Um, you know, so he, it, there were two good assists. Uh, Space passes, uh, Bellingham playing like a 29-year-old at just 19, he is ridiculously good. Um, and Ian saying he was 130 million rated before the World Cup. He just oozes class, doesn't he? He, he really does. He's, he's the midfield version of Botman at the moment. He's playing almost a decade sort of better in, in, in age and performances and maturity. It's 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 mental. I mean, realistically, there's there's only a handful of teams that can afford him anyway. So I think people people keep mentioning um I've actually had a few messages after that game about him transferring to us. No. Um I think we are one or two years too too early in our project to be talking about transfers of that scale. And unfortunately it would be very nice. You never um, know. Because he's not really or... well, because he's not really committed to anybody long term. You know, it was Birmingham and Dortmund, so he's got, you know, he's he's unclaimed. It's not like he would have a a previous attachment or legacy anywhere. He's kind yeah. of fresh to have his legacy stamped somewhere new. So, yeah. but I think it's a little bit early. Um, and like I said, there's a handful handful of clubs that could afford him, and it depends on his his motivation as well. I can't see him going somewhere like PSG really. Um, I think there are certain types of players and personalities that would go to PSG. I can't see Jude Bellingham going there. I think it'd be well, a. There was a few a comments saying that he would fit in. Yeah, um, Real Madrid. Um, I think it'd but, be a Madrid or one of two or three clubs in England, yeah. maybe a City or a Liverpool or possibly somebody well, you else. You never know if the, if the owners have an opportunity to go for him. You just you just don't know in this day and age. Um, BL Duff says, uh, "Stato, in all your transfer research, who is going to ante up for Jonathan David?" Uh, he wants to play in England. It's a good shout. I think he'd do really well at Brighton. Really? I think, yeah. I think Brighton could do with somebody a bit more competent up front. I, I think he would play. I think he'd be brilliant for Brighton. But with no disrespect to Brighton, would Jonathan David not be looking for a bigger name club, do you think, in the Premier League if he was to come and play over here? Um, In what regard? In traditional, in the traditional sense of the the sort of the bit of big club, yeah. Or... Just say that obviously, you know, the, the likes of Liverpool, Man United. City, I don't think he gets to know. move that big. I don't think he's shown enough. Um, mm. I think he has a higher skill ceiling than we've seen, 
but I think it's touch and go whether whether that will be un- unleashed potentially by by a manager or a squad. Um, yeah. I think he could go to you know a much higher level, mm-hmm. but not every player manages to fulfil their potential. So it depends where he goes and what his career is like and what his personal work ethic is like. And you know, yeah. I, I I would see him more at sort of a West Ham or a Brighton mm. at the moment. That's just my opinion. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, Foxy says, I thought Senegal deserved at least a point a day, uh, but zero threat without Mane. Holland worse than I thought. Yeah, Holland weren't that impressive. Um, I, I didn't Senegal, watch that one, unfortunately. Yeah, Sen- Senegal played okay. I mean, it, it, they just lacked that killer touch, the killer instinct in the box. Um, but, you know, Holland, listen, we know the quality they've got. It's a f- it's their first game. We'll just have to wait and see how they progress. Um, Joel says, uh, just read, we are willing to put Isak in a deal to buy Vlhalovic. From Juve, this can't be right. Nah, not Did you read that? Uh, yeah, let us know where you heard that, Charles. Uh, <laughs> Paul Tully says, just noticed that Wilson sat next to Madison on the bench. Yeah, they've spent a lot of time um, getting photographed together. They are best mates, actually. So two Coventry lads, um, as, as Billy keeps telling us. So uh, you never know what's said behind closed doors. Uh, Liam says, uh, great to see uh, Kane hand the armband to Trippier. Yeah. Last, I mean, it was brilliant seeing two Newcastle players on the pitch for England again, Alex. When it we've was. had so many years of, of of just being forgotten about, really, this football club. Well, when when Dyer came on and they told Wilson to sit down, I I threw my toys out the pram. Yeah. I was like, out in the comments, game off, the, was game off the bench. Yeah, I was so angry. And then when he finally got got on, I was I was very thrilled for him. Um, mm. He definitely deserves it. He's been playing very very well, and I think he suits if if Southgate wants to actually have a go Wilson suits the style um well, he's used to playing the for Newcastle isn't he so it's, it's, it's I think that was as good as a game mm. what I mean what what theoretically did we want out of today win comfortably and everybody that maybe is a bit unsure of themselves have a good game and gain confidence Saka uh, mm. played that weird wing back cameo he had a couple of months ago shocking Way better today. Look much more. As soon as he scored that first goal, he calmed down and he played a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, we need Greedish could have could needed a goal for a bit of confidence. Uh, Rashford that will have helped. Rashford Wilson Wilson's assist. I thought Rashford and, looked very good when um, he came on. Yeah, um, really so, good. Foden looked really sharp. Even Mason Mount looked really sharp. To be fair, he didn't. Well, get we on did, the we did say that in commentary. We um, thought you know Billy was saying before the game that Mason Mount was the the player he was. Not too keen on seeing and, in the start. Sterling as well. Okay. Sterling's had a shocker recently, but he played reasonably well. Made some good runs, got in some good positions, and we just need now. Now we now we've got all of that front line a little bit more confident going into some tougher games. Mm. That's perfect. They've all played. They've all played minutes. We all got a nice rotation. Lots of players got some minutes. That is thought, probably um, best case scenario. Yeah, I thought Trippier struggled a bit with his passing today. Uh, it was a little bit off, giving the ball away a few times. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a different team, isn't it? He's very used to our setup, and very used to who's going to yeah. be where and making what runs. Absolutely, um, yeah. We, 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 look, some players aren't going to be at it straight away, it's a first game. Um, he did address that in his interview players. as well. He did say he could have played a little bit better, he gave the ball away a couple of times. He's very self aware and mature and big enough to know, you know, what his mistakes were, and he will try and improve them game to game. And that's you know, that's why we love him. Uh, Anthony says, oh, yeah, lads, how's your evening, Gannon? It's been a canny day for us, 6-2. Doesn't matter who it was against, this win gives us all confidence. And it's what England had to do. That's the Union Jack. Get rid of that. 
That's not yeah. the England flag. Well, we can't put the England flag on, Alex. I don't know why the England flag Does doesn't it not work. work. It just goes black. <laughs> the Wales and the England flag are going black, yet all the other flags work. I don't know what's going on with, 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 with YouTube. Um, they, they need to sort that out. Uh, David says, uh, my pal is a Birmingham supporter and raved about Bellingham as a 16-year-old. A lot of people did. Um, of course, he, he was in the Birmingham side very, very young, 15, 16. And uh, he, he's, he's just grew and grew and grew. And, you know, and, and hats off to Dortmund as well, by the way, who played a big part in nurturing uh, Jude Bellingham's career. And uh, I think that, you know, when he first went over there, it was likely that he was going to spend a lot of time in the, the youth setup. But he's that good. They brought him into the first team. He's a pivotal player for them now. Um, and, and Borussia Dortmund ain't no small team. I mean, uh, let's not forget they did. Birmingham City did retire his shirt as a teenager. Yeah, they did. I'm, that's I've never heard of that ever. No, uh, it's it, it just bizarre. Uh, Brian, good evening. Uh, hope you're well. Uh, looking forward to seeing which players you look at on the show tonight. Uh, yeah, that'll be coming up. Uh, Saka was outstanding too. Uh, Julie says, uh, I didn't notice that, Paul. A few things that I missed watching from work. Um, Stephen says, I fell asleep during the broken nose debacle, woke up after the game. Oh, dear. Um, has anyone heard how Maguire is? I haven't heard anything, Alex. I mean, Gary Lineker mentioned post-match that he was just suffering from a, a bit of blurred vision um, and that he should be fine. That, that's that's what they were told in the studio. So I don't know anything beyond that. Yeah, yeah. Um, the goals that we scored today, um, were, they were all good goals, weren't they? There wasn't a poor goal. No, I mean that's that's shown. I mean, I've got the fot mob up for our for the actual game of it, um, and our xG was only two point one, mm. but we scored six, so we should we should have scored a third of the amount of goals we scored. Yeah, um, and that was purely because they were just very very clinical. Like Jude Bellingham's header, you don't score many of them from that angle. Um, and a lot, header as well. a lot of the, it, it was oh, it was it was immaculate. Like, it's a lot harder than people think that kind of header. Um, yeah. And a lot of the shots the lads were having, there were lots of bodies in the way. Like Saka managed to sort of push it to the left a couple of times and shoot through three players. So the XG given to that kind of goal is very, very low because it's mm. they normally get blocked most of the time. You've got to get through three players and a goalkeeper. So you don't score them very often. You've got to be very quick with your feet and very precise. So we didn't get gifted quite uh, much XG um, expected goals at all. Um, but we, we did absolutely dominate that. Like... Um, I think I'm quite happy with our preview as a channel. I think we previewed Iran correctly. I think Tarami and Usman showed they have a bit of quality. I think the assessment was fair. The, the top end of the pitch, they've got quality. And the further back you go, the worse that team gets. I think that that's reflected. In I mean, it, it was clear with the, when the um, game started what Iran were planning to do because they were quite happy for England to knock the ball around at the back. Um, pretty much like well, Newcastle do and, and stay defensive. But... It, it takes quality to break it down, and, and we had that in bundles up front today. Well, you got that right. Seven hundred and sixteen passes to a hundred and forty-two. Yeah. Um. So, like six times more passes than them. Madness. Seventy-eight percent possession as well. They they were just happy to let us. Um. You know, th their game plan fell apart very quickly when we started scoring early doors. Mm. Um. I think the the concussion saved them a little bit, gave yeah. them a bit of time, but. And 24 I mean, I minutes out of time for the whole thing. I don't know where he got 10 minutes at the end of the first, second half from. I mean, that is bizarre, to say the least. Substitutions in the VAR check, probably. 
Um, 25 minutes of injury time in total. I've never seen that before. Madness. Uh, Paul says uh, the keeper situation was terrible all round. Uh, you give the keeper a chance for sure, but these medics really should be realising when a player can or can't continue. Uh, absolutely agree with that. Yano says, uh, can't believe that Maguire concussion test. Touch your nose. He couldn't miss. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, Mark says, good evening. Uh, hope you're well, Mark. Oliver says, Pickford, arms too small, shite in goal. Uh, I don't agree with that. As much as I hate Jordan Pickford, he's playing for England right now, so I'll support him. Um, and and he, had, he didn't have a chance with the goals, to be quite honest. It was a good penalty. Uh, and the, the first goal was just a rocket. I mean, it was he, he blasted that part. You know, he was unlucky not to get it, but he did make one great save where he, he I think it was given offside eventually. Onto the bar, but yeah. it was a good save onto the bar. Yeah, I don't like it when he gets a bit angry though at the back line. Um, because he does it in such a childish yeah, does, yeah. way. Yeah. He claps and screams and runs up to him, you know. But he's trying to be like to... an old Peter Schmeichel, isn't he? But he he can't pull that off. He yeah, you don't respect. He he's got no right to be doing that to players such as Kieran Trippier and John Stones, who have won trophies, who have played at the highest level, played in Champions League finals. Um, who does he think he is? He is the England number one, and he is a good goalkeeper. Um, the statistics and the and the his long stay in goal proves that. But he needs to, yeah, just steady on, lad. Just because it, he's he's one of those where his own head goes sometimes. I'd rather he just focused on himself. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, you don't I need agree. to tell Stones or Stones used to make mistakes five or six years ago, but he's cut a lot of that out of his game now. He's played stints at right back, centre back. He's improved a lot as a player. Mm. Um, you know, I don't think Maguire is going to benefit from getting screamed at with the last couple of years he's had. He just needs to play in goal and tone it down keep a his bit. Little, yeah. keep his Absolutely. little T-Rex arms to himself. 100%. Um, uh, Graham says, are there any English officials there? I think there will be. I'm not sure who it is. One, one team or one pair or something we've taken. send a team out, don't they? But uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, Stu said, uh, should we be concerned that we conceded two goals against Iran? No. Uh, I think the first one probably put down to Harry Maguire being a little bit woozy. And the second penalty, well, you know, come on. I mean, you know, what? very soft penalty. Um, well, I'm right think... the ball like a boy in a playground as well. It, well, that yes. first goal. Um, but you know what it is? I'm, I'm not concerned. Uh, Ian says Harry Maguire had a good game, still waiting for a meltdown against better opposition. Well, why, why, Ian, we've got to be positive here. You know, we've just, we've beaten Iran 6 2. They can only beat what's in front of them. And it, it's going to be what, what is going to be interesting for me is that when we do come up against the real teams of this World Cup, because I think we, we will win the group now. I, I'm confident of that. But it's when we come up against the bigger nations, does Southgate have the balls to keep this formation and, and, and try and win football matches rather than negatively sit five at the back and, and just try and catch teams on the break? Because it doesn't work. It's, it's proved over time it doesn't work. So does Southgate then now think, right, I've got to go out and I've got to you know send these players out in a positive nature, play this formation because we look so much better because it suits the players that are available to him. I mean, we've, we've got the benefit of we've actually got a bit of depth as we've seen in the attacking lineup. They can, they can be quite fluid and rotational. You can bring Foden and Rashford and Wilson on and not really change your system too much uh, mm. and Grealish. And you can play in the same way and be really effective and move the ball quickly. Yeah. And let's not forget that it's times have changed. We've now got five substitutes. So playing aggressive football makes more sense because you can press high and then when you guys get tired, swap them. Yeah, 
the, the players that are doing more pressing, you, you can substitute. And we've got more flexibility on that now. So it makes more sense to play aggressive football. It just yeah. does. Uh, Spike, thank you very much. I got your email, so I know what phone case you want. Thank you very much, buddy. Uh, I like coffee says if Southgate goes the distance with the new 4-3-3 formation and style of play, will he get credited as a Southgate masterclass? I mean, he just played Howball, let's be completely honest. Yeah. He set Trippier up in the right midfield. He he dropped Rice into the Bruno role. He he it was very much very similar to how we play, apart from Kane was quite static and dropped deep, and Wilson doesn't really do what Kane does. Hmm. Um Chelsea's isn't the Iran manager, Carlos Kidos. I don't want it to know is. his name. I don't like him. Um, but he's a bit of a doyle. Um, Anthony says, uh, last, uh, tell me about, I had surgery on my metatarsal last November and I've got three screws in my foot. It proper jacks. Uh, I've got another up in March on the same foot or because I kicked the frozen stick. Um, kicking a frozen stick probably is not wise thing to do, mate. So uh, interesting. Uh, Andrew says uh, Southgate won't keep the team playing like that. He will revert to type and his ass will fall out. That's what everybody is expecting, I think, to be honest. Uh, but time will tell. Uh, Carlos Kiros has always been a great coach, uh, but a poor manager, says Foxy. Um, Simon May says, uh, I was with, uh, I was okay with Wilson passing. Uh, if he'd shot and fluffed his lines, uh, what would Southgate think? Um, Jim says, I bet Almiron was very angry at Wilson assisting the drunk twat Grealish. Look, I said this during commentary, and that won't even be in anybody's thoughts at all. They are there as a team. They are there to win and try and win a World Cup. They are not thinking about bitchy stuff that's going on at club level. I can guarantee ah, it. Are you telling me Callum's not said, play yeah, like Niggy, bollocks. play like Almond no, at least once? Maybe he probably did in train and wind him up. I bet some of the other lads say it to him and wind him up. Well, yeah, but it, not like in a serious way that's going to have any, you know detrimental effect on the England team. They'll have a joke about it, probably, definitely. Um, Anthony says, it proper knocks my metatarsal and my shattered foot. Well, I'm not surprised. Don't kick sticks is what you should, uh, you know, take take heed from that. Uh, Kamal says, uh, Alex, the Iran manager, ruined the Egypt team before this, uh, and it was not him that got Iran to the World Cup. Uh, I have no idea how they signed him. Well, it was there was another team as well. There was two teams. that He started uh, the uh, World Cup campaign with one team, then went to Egypt and failed. Uh, and then, so, so he didn't get to the World Cup and then suddenly Iran take him on prior to the World Cup. Unbelievable. Well, apparently this is his third stint in charge of Iran. It is, yeah. Yeah. Make what you will of that, but it is. Uh, Jim says, I find it hard to get too excited about the World Cup after our stunning start the tune made. Surprised the games are so open, not usual defensive stuff. Well, yeah, I'm all for it as well, to be honest. Uh, Ches says Belling Bellingham's ac passing accuracy was 100% at halftime. Different class, uh, indeed. Uh, James says, uh, my dad said he talked to someone close to Paul Dummett today and said he's leaving in January and Madison is a done deal. Uh, the, uh, Alex... You know, these, these grapevines are tremendous, aren't they? they are. Honestly, uh, unbelievable. Uh, Jim says, wow, Wales are a bit shit. Uh, <laughs> they've got a lot of lower league players, though. You know, they're playing in a World Cup. It's it's not easy. Um, Brandon says, I love the World Cup. I just missed the Mags' worst ever time for us, uh, but nothing will get in our name, how are the lads? Look, 
let's just enjoy the World Cup. We can't do anything about it. The Premier League is the whole of Europe and the world is on a break. So let's just enjoy the World Cup. It's it's what it's there for. Um, Foxy says, Jonathan David is a player you loan from August to December and get rid when January comes. Yeah, that's true, because he stops scoring, doesn't he? Yeah, he's like Demba Bar. He's like a Demba Bar regen. Yeah. Um, this USA-Wales game is pretty good. Uh, evenly matched sides. Wales got to push for a goal uh, in the last half hour. Uh, Simon, are you from Wales by any chance? <laughs> uh, any team winning the World Cup will have a tune player. Interesting. Uh, looks like Maguire has been manked. Uh, he should get out of there. Uh, well, maybe he will. Maybe he will. Um, anyway, let's turn our attention to uh, to uh, this. Uh, Marcus Turam, who is, of course, is this the son of the French international Lillian? I'm sure it is. Uh, it might be. His name did keep coming up whenever I typed him Turam, so yeah, I'm not I'm sure. Pretty if... sure it is. It is very possible. Um, so his name's floated around, float, floated around in a few places in the last um, three or four days. Yeah, um, I'm not so sure on the authenticity of, of it, to be completely honest. Um, but we'll have a look because his name's cropped up, and that's how we do Indeed. it. Indeed. Um, just too before you names. do, Alex, uh, thank you, John Elliott, for your five pound super chat. Um, he said, mentioned to uh, earlier about wanting Wilson to score, not Grealish, but just seen an article about Grealish uh, promised a young disabled kid a goal. Yeah, he did. Look, whatever you think of Jack Grealish, he does do a lot behind the scenes for um, certainly disabled children and things like that. So, um, look, it made his day for that disabled kid. Anyway, uh, carry on, Alex. Um, yeah, so he's actually got stronger links to Tottenham, apparently, but... We're still going to look at him because there's a few people floated his name around in connection to us. So we, we can honour that and, and have a look and see. For people who don't know who he is, we can have a little dig. So this is the guy who's just managed to sneak into the French team based on uh, injuries. Um, <coughs> and rightly so, to be fair, this is why Maxi's going to have an absolute... Well, he's going to find it very difficult to ever get capped um, at senior level for France because he's going to have to start putting up um, sort of Man City elite numbers for us if he's ever going to get a look in because this mm. guy, 10 goals, 3 assists and he's only just managed to sneak into the France squad which just shows you how stacked it is. Um, now that is bonkers. That is bonkers. 15 appearances, 1300 minutes. Similar amount to what we've played in the Premier League so far and we know Mickey's on 8. This guy's on 10 with 3 assists. So yeah. he has been scoring for an absolute fun. Mm. Um XG of 9.4. So he's he's scoring what he's meant to be scoring. He's not getting lucky. He's not running hot. Um, he's not running cold. He's he's scoring exactly the amount he's supposed to be scoring. Um, uh, Wales have a penalty, Alex. Uh, I'll just uh, stop you there. Um, I've got the feed on now. So uh, obviously Gareth Bale is going to... Mini watch along. Uh, it was an awful tackle, Alex. It was an awful tackle uh, on Bale himself. Uh, so they have a chance with 10 minutes left to go in normal time to uh, tie the game up. Uh, big opportunity for Wales this. Huge. Uh, of course, he has missed two penalties uh, in the last eight uh, for Wales. How is he still their penalty taker? Well, yeah. Uh, but anyway, it is going to be Gareth Bale. And the referee, the referee is really having a go at the goalkeeper here about staying on his line. 
he's pointing to all the cameras in the ground, saying the VAR's watching. I mean, Jesus, just get on with it. You know what I mean? Pathetic. Anyway, here comes Bale. His eyes are focused. He looks ready to put this in the back of the net. Big, big huff and puff. And the referee is still fanning on. But here we go. Bale runs up. And it's 1-1. Beautiful penalty. Absolutely superb penalty. And there's a lot of Wales fans in that ground going absolutely nuts right now. Uh, I think it's just because the seats are red. It makes it look like there's more. No, no. There's a lot of fans <laughs> behind that goal. Alex, stop yeah. doing them a disregard. There is a lot of Wales fans in there tonight. Uh, so it is now 1-1. One, one. Um, interesting. Uh, sorry, mate. You can carry on now. Just uh, World Cup uh, World Cup uh, <coughs> highlight happened there. Um, yeah, so he's he's a French-Italian in Germany, literally. He's, um, he was born in Italy, but he qualifies for France and plays for France. But he currently plays in the Bundesliga for Mönchengladbach. Um, so... Well-travelled, probably speaks a few languages, um, but that's by the by. Wages are interesting to always keep an eye on because um, we know we have a wage cap, well, a yeah. self-imposed wage cap that is flexible and you know who knows what we're going to do with that. Yeah. Um, so around 61, that's very specific. It's interesting that they know that. Maybe it's published. Mm-hmm. Um, so 61,000 euros um, a week, which is which is fine. You know, we could we could double that and it would be in line with our highest earners. So not an issue at all. Uh, and if we scroll down, <coughs> oh, he is a striker, by the way. I should probably say that he's a forward, fle- a flexible forward, but a forward. But he can play that attacking midfield role on the right hand side as well, can't he? So, yeah, he can play anywhere across the front line, similarly yeah. to how we might possibly do with Isak or somewhere. Mm. Um, which is another reason why I'm a little bit confused. We're linked with him. Um, we'll get onto his contract and stuff. We'll, we'll have a look at that. Um, so his FB ref stats are pretty bonkers. Dribbles completed is nice and high. Touches in the attacking penalty areas in the top 10%. Uh, and progressive passes received is nice and high as well. So his team are feeding him nice and well. Um, shot creating actions is lovely and high at three per 90. Um, shots three and a half per game in the top 10%. Lovely and high. Just quality, just what you need. Uh, and if you go, if you scroll across to the uh, similar matches, um, I mean, he keeps good company there with uh, Osimhen and Lewandowski Absolutely. as the top two. Absolutely, and then you've got Isak down in eighth as well, which is flattering for him. Uh, yep. You've Patrick Sheik and Martinez, Vlahovic. So there's some really, really, really good players in this list. as well, who's no slouch. Um, indeed. So, so Patas there as well. But funnily enough, uh, we don't really hear a lot about him. I don't think we've ever really talked about this guy. And he's 25, so six foot two as well. But why have we not talked about him? So if we go down and have a look at his career, um, he spent a few seasons in, in Germany. So um, as a youngster, he was in France and he went from Gienkamp to um, to Mönchengladbach. So they finished 20th, which presumably why he got the transfer. He scored nine goals for them in, a, in what was likely, I would assume, is a relegation campaign. A very difficult season, yeah. Um, and then his first season as a 21-year-old in the Bundesliga, they finished fourth and he gets 18 goal contributions, which is incredible. 10 goals, eight assists. Um, and then it drops off a little bit. He, he gets 500 fewer minutes in the following season, but still contributes a good amount. That's sort of Wilson style. That's kind of what Wilson gives us generally, eight and, and a bit. Yeah. Um Played not a lot of minutes um, in the 21-22 season and he's had a couple of injuries. I'm not quite sure exactly what went on there, whether it was just um, he was benched by the people. Well, whatever it is, he's back on form this year. 
<laughs> Indeed. So up to he's played more minutes this year than he did in the entirety of the previous season. Yeah. Um, and he's on the 10 goals, three assists. So you can see he's 20, 24, 24, he's 25 years old now. So he's got a reasonably good career, played in a couple of countries. He's got a good few seasons under his belt. He's coming, he's coming of age into sort of his peak in his, his prime. Yeah. Um, and if we have a look at his, so this is his injuries because I just wanted to go and have a little look at what what was going on, why maybe he missed some games. Um, I don't know. He didn't really miss. He, he, oh, okay. Hang on. What are we in? So last season was the twenty one twenty two. Yeah, he did. So that was why. That was probably why he missed quite a lot. So he had yeah. a ruptured intraarticular ligament initi initiation Jeez. in knee, whatever that is. Um, so he hurt his knee. So that that was six matches and two months. Um, mm. Knee problems was ten days. Presumably that maybe that was the same thing. Um, and then just a couple of minor things. Uh, a month out with muscular problems. Um, whereas this season it's been fine. Um, three days with a calf problem, and then he had the flu. And apart from that, he's he's playing regularly. So hopefully, by the way, they put abdominal knee, influenza. Why didn't you just put you had the flu? <laughs> it's bizarre. Well, uh, unless unless this isn't the flu, I don't, I'm I'm just assuming it is. I just read well, influenza. So well, influenza is the, the last time I heard influenza was the flu. So um, yeah. Uh, he's capped four times at France, uh, at France, four times for France, if I can speak. Yep. Uh, contract runs out 2023, which is this Ooh, coming summer. So indeed. this is the this is the interesting thing. Um, yeah, he's potentially available in January. So yep. a few of the a few of the links and a few of the reasons why we're actually looking at him because there were a few articles floating around and random sources suggesting that we might throw a 30 million bid at him in, in January transfer window because uh, his contract's running out. Um, obviously, they've got on this on this website that Tottenham are also interested, and we don't seem to be on this list in terms of an interested club, but it is just a website. So mm. um, fun, funny that he's got dual citizenship with Guadalupe as well. That's quite cool. Uh, and as you can see here, they've got him down as a centre forward that can also play left and right wing. Um, so that's the general bits of him. And if we go and have a look at how he fits into his team, uh, we have looked at um, Montengladbach a little bit before because we have looked at uh, Kone, the, his CDM yes. teammate. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a team that some of you may be a little bit more familiar with. Um, Elvedi is somebody we've we've mentioned before as well. I don't think we've been linked with him, though. Um, so this is a recent game against Dortmund uh, in which they actually beat them, didn't they? I think they won 4-2. They did, yeah, four two. That's that's no, no joke. Um, so they went with a four two three one. Jonas Hoffman is doing incredible for them as well, um, and he's started up front and scored. <coughs> Kone with the eight point one and a goal. God, we we need him. We need that kid. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Um, and Dortmund are no joke either. They you know they got Bellingham. We've just seen how good Bellingham is. So they've got yeah. a, a cracking team there um, with Schlotterbeck in, Mats Hummels, Sula. Julian Brandt, that's a, that's a stacked lineup for Dortmund, and they lost 4 yep. 2. Um, so, and if we actually go and have a look at how he did in that game, let's scroll across. Oh, I can't see my own stats. Uh, so, yeah, one goal, two shots on target, two shots off target, a couple of big chances missed, uh, a key pass, winning a few ground duels. You know, this for me reads similarly to how Callum Wilson's stats often read after a game. Yeah. He doesn't get that many stats, and his rating's not often that high. Because he, he doesn't, when he's involved, he's involved. 
Like you, he, he's, he's only he only tends to be involved in really high value stuff. Um, he doesn't he doesn't come deep and and get tons of touches of the ball and and contribute loads in build up. He does a bit, um, so it often, you know, his rating doesn't often show you the full the full stuff with Callum Wilson. Yeah. Um, and then recent form. So this is pretty ridiculous. I'll zoom back out so you can see. Okay, goal, assist, goal, nothing, goal, nothing, two goals, goal, goal, assist. So recent run of form, um, he's he's in sort of a Miggy run of form himself. Mm. Um, Certainly a player I wouldn't mind seeing at Newcastle United. Definitely, well, not potential. He's he's there. I mean, obviously he's twenty five, isn't he? So he's he's going to be um, he's going to be a very 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 good signing if he does decide to to, to come. Yeah, um, I mean, the main question is where does he fit in our current squad? Well, exactly. I mean, he's not going to get ahead of so, me at the minute, is he? So, um, it, it, it but it's all about case. building the squad, isn't it? This is what we were saying at the start of the season. That we need that improvement within the squad. Yeah, I mean, if the if the club have got plans for Chris Wood, Ryan Fraser, possibly Richie, if they've got exit plans for those players in the yeah. next twelve months, then this would make sense. Um, Absolutely. But it just depends because we couldn't, we couldn't buy in with everybody we've got now. Mm. Um, the, the, the squad would be quite bloated. Yeah. Uh, Bill, I think you've had a bit of a mare with your comment here. Uh, Trippier made one bad pass. Terrible. Uh, he didn't make one bad pass. Bill, I suggest you go back and watch the full game again. Uh, he made at least five or six. Um, but listen, we're not saying he's a rubbish player. We're just saying he, he, he's had a, he, he was a bit of a slow starter to the to the World Cup. Big deal. He's still quality. Um, Tom says, uh, I didn't know Yedlin played for the USA. Yeah, I thought he retired. No, he's still there. He's still going. Um, Wayne says the first goal would have took Pickford's arm off. Uh, Guy says, I so wanted Maguire to score that header, quieting down the critics. It was a good header, and we know he, how dangerous he is. Um, Kendall says, good evening, folks. One day closer to the real football returning. Yep. Every time we wake up, it's a day closer. Uh, Scotty says, Stato, have you seen the new stats layout on SofaScore showing the XG where shots were taken, etc.? I have, yeah, because I think they, they saw that FOTMOB was getting a lot more. I mean, you guys know I've started using FOTMOB a lot more because it shows interesting yeah. things. Indeed. So SofaScore, I've revamped it for the World Cup and they've got XG and shot location. Um, yeah, it's like a battle of the free stat sites at the moment as to who's going to get used a lot more. Because they know that people such as us, like content creators and channels, they know we use these things. Um, so if they have the best one, then we'll use it because it gives us the best things to show you guys. So Absolutely. Uh, Carlos, uh, once again, uh, sending our love to you and uh, your good lady who's uh, sadly back in hospital. Uh, we wish her the very best and a, a real speedy recovery. Um, you, you, she's within our thoughts, mate, so uh, keep us posted. Uh, Oliver says Jordan Pickford has done nothing but concede goals for three seasons and three consecutive relegation battles. How is he still England number one? Um, look, he, he is at the end of the day, and, and that's it. He is. We just have to accept that and just support England as a team. Um, Rachel saying, Yeah, hope he, his wife improves. Uh, Frau says, Can we get back to the tune signings this coming transfer window? Don't care about England. Well, you might not, but we do. Um, but yeah, look, it's a bit of both tonight. Um, Tom says, Will you be getting Jimmy on Friday's uh, watch along? Uh, no, uh, because Jimmy would have us off the air uh, watching the watch along. 
Um, so yeah, uh, it's 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 it, he's a TDR Friday. Uh, kind of guy. Uh, Aiden says, I would start Rashford over Sterling based on his current form. I think he's come of age and has a much greater physical presence. Uh, he's definitely worked on his physicality. There's no doubt about it. He, he looks like he's bulked up a bit, does, does Rashford. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with that statement. I think Sterling's I think Sterling's a great player, but he's just frustrating. Like that one, that one opportunity where he got, I can't remember who played him through. Somebody played him through and he decided to try and cut inside the defender and it just got taken off him um and i i hate to agree with rio ferdinand um i'm gonna say this again i really really hate to agree with rio ferdinand but sterling's one of those players where when he's got time to think it goes wrong he just need he needs instinctive finishes and he's a good player but if you give him two three touches and you let him think about what he's going to do with it he'll mess it up um whereas rashford i think is a little bit more polished in that regard um but then again, Sterling's one of those players that's just always in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got he's got the the positional head of an elite striker. He's in the wrong body. It's very odd. He's always in the right place. And he, how many times have you seen him? He's in the six yard box. He's in the perfect position, and he goes to jump for the header, and he's about three foot too short. Um, and if he was an elite striker, yeah, if we need to put his brain in in a striker in Chris Wood. That yeah, would be brilliant. Uh, Foxy says both of Lillian Turam's sons are pros, Marcus and Kifren, who plays for Nice. Oh, him as well. Okay. Uh, Jim says Bellingham and Brum, shades of another teen phenom, uh, Trevor Francis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Stu says apparently some England fans have been arrested for chanting, get your face out for the lads. Uh, yeah, I've seen that. Uh, it's their own fault. It's their own fault. Um, Carl says 3,000 Wales fans in the ground. Um, uh, Guy says, uh, Gladbach are my German team, and I've watched Turan for a couple of seasons. He's pretty decent. Uh, well, the stats certainly back that up. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Julie says, Bayern Munich are my German team. The legend Lothar Matthias started his career at Munchen Gladbach. Um, Jason thinks he sounds class. Yep, without a doubt. Uh, good, good evening, Ian. Uh, Fortuna Dusseldorf, uh, Dusseldorf, sorry, are my German team. Most of them aren't good enough to make that team, let alone the German squad. Oh. Um, Anthony says, uh, Alex, uh, you should manage, mate. Have you got your manager's tags? I did a Coca-Cola football referees classes and stuff. I couldn't manage a piss up in a brewery uh, and I never really ever wanted to be a ref. <coughs> Interesting. No, I, I, it's not something I'd ever... I, I haven't got time for it. Um, mm. I wouldn't be able to do any of this. If I had to go and do coaching um, badges and stuff and go and manage local teams or something, I, I wouldn't be able to, you know, I, I wouldn't be able to watch all the weekend fixtures. I wouldn't be able to produce as much content and be with you guys. Um, I, I would love to do all of it, but there's only, you know, football happens on traditional days and those days are filled. So Indeed. Um, yeah. A little bit difficult. Uh, it's coming to an end uh, by the looks of things at uh, in the Wales game. Damn it. Uh, no, we're playing on two one to the USA. So I yeah, uh, don't look like that's going to be the case. But uh, it's in a very very closing stages. Uh, Johnson Street says uh, with us having the likes of Miggy and St Maximum, is he really good enough? Well, I'd, I'd say he's good enough, Alex. But obviously, he's not going to drop. Um, he's, he's certainly not going to drop Miggy the way he's playing at the minute. But like we were saying no. before, Newcastle need if they're going to get to where they want to be, they are going to have to have. A, 
you know, do what Man City do and have literally a second team ready to replace the first one. Yeah, we just need better uh, quality in, in the depth. Um, so it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a case of him coming in and starting ahead of Miggy. It would be a case of him coming in and being in front of the the, the leaving players that could be. I'm not saying they will, but it could be Richie, Murphy, Fraser, Wood. That's four attackers. Um, so we have to bring people in, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, you, you would assume possibly Anderson's going to get loaned out again, um, or he's not going to get used too much. Well, what, whatever the decision is going to be from the club on Eddie Howe, it's, he's not going to be a regular starter right now. It just doesn't look like it's on the cards. Um, maybe they're trying to do sort of a Phil Foden with him, where they just they think he's going to learn more training with this really talented first team mm. um, than being out on loan. I don't know if I agree with that. I'm not sure. Um, then there's great arguments for both going out on loan and playing 30 games or being with a really talented first team. I mean, Foden's done fine, but it's quite rare you see that work. I think that's quite an, a, a specific Indeed. situation. But yeah. yeah. Uh, Ashley Eddie says, uh, we need Alex doing watch-alongs. Uh, well, funny enough, uh, Alex will be co-commentating with me on the game on Friday. Uh, similar to what Billy was today. Um, we'll have me on the big screen and Alex to the side again, just so you can see the score and the time and everything like that. It worked really well today. Uh, so Alex will be co-commentating with me uh, on Friday for the game against the USA. So looking forward to that one. Um, yes, uh, Turam is in the France squad after Benzema got injured. Uh, Bill says, is there anything I think he in was this in before he got injured? Because I'm pretty sure there's photos of him on the plane with Benzema. Yeah, I selfies. think he came in for somebody else who was injured, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bill says, is there anything in this tale about Isak being transferred as part of an exchange deal? I haven't heard anything on that. Um, yeah, I'll can you guys send us, send us what that is? Because I've not heard of that. Uh, I we've don't only, know where we've that just paid 60 million from. for him. Why would we transfer him? It, it sounds very, very bizarre to me. Um Hugely bizarre if, if that was to be the case. Um, we're in the 100th minute uh, of this uh, World Cup game and the uh, USA are pressing very, as a cross comes in, cleared away. This is going to be tight. Wales defending for the lives here at the right at the end of the game. And that should be it. That really should be it. Unless he, well, the keepers come racing out there to head the ball away. Bale has it. Will he try and chip the keeper? Well, he was just about... Bale, that was weird. Bale was just about to hit aim for goal there. Uh, the keeper had come crazily out of his goal, headed it away, and Bale was just about to hit the shot, and he's taken down. Anson, that is one for the team without a shadow of a doubt from Acosta, um, because Bale could have just lobbed the keeper there, and knowing Bale's talent, uh, who knows what would have happened that he connected with that, but instead it's just a free kick, so nothing is going to come of that. Um, thanks, Rachel. Yeah, subscribe and press the notification bell, and uh, yeah, hit uh, become a subscriber, uh, join this wonderful community here. Uh, Ashley 80 says, Wood won't be sold because no one will pay the wages. Um, yeah, I think you're right. He doesn't um, have a massive contract, though. Let's be it, let's be honest. And I, and I think the club are in a position now where we've done with other players where when we, if we want to let him go, we'll let him go and we'll pay part of the wages because that's what yep. they've done with other players. Absolutely. It's all over and uh, Wales and USA share the points. So a good result for England, really. Um, 
Ashley Etty says, there is no way you can catch me going there. Uh, if you don't like the laws, then don't go to the country. Uh, I don't have time for bigots or fools who think they can uh, create uh, break laws uh, and not be punished. Uh, yeah, whatever you think of the laws, it's it's the law over there. Um, Simon says, maybe we should ask Just Grealish to trash talk Chris Wood. I'd love to see him win Player of the Month. Uh, yeah, that is an option. Anyway, we have another player, and it is... Enzo Enzo Lefe. It is indeed, yeah. So I, I don't know much about this kid. Um, but he was linked earlier on in November and we haven't we haven't viewed him, so time to view him. And I really hope those wages are true. Um because <laughs> that's that's uh that's 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 doable. Um obviously his agent would be fishing for much higher wages if he were to come to a team. Well, like I would us. I would assume so. Um, Two just under two thousand euros a week is uh <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, so he is a midfielder, two goals, three assists uh, for Lorient. Um, he does have, I don't know, that's the wrong one. Where's his normal? XG, which passes to follow the assistant. Okay. Um, so he is just, just under 23 years old. He's a little bit small, though. He's five foot seven, if we round that up. That does feel quite, you know, 10 stone, five, seven. He's quite tiny. He's quite slight. Mm. I don't know how accurate those stats are. Um, so if we go down and have a look at his stats versus midfielder, he's kind of a, a midfielder slash a bit of an attacky midfielder. Um, depends how the you look at stats it. Stats look a bit better. Well, actually, yeah. Well, if if you so it depends on the Lorient formation. So let me show you the Lorient formation so you can have a little look. So you can actually contextualize this. So they've got a, a funny four one four one, and he plays in front of the of the one sort of holding midfielder. So he, he plays slightly further up, um, which is why he gets the option for sort of the attacking midfield stats. Yeah. Because um, he is kind of in that position. And if we do click the attacking mid, um, his defensive stats suddenly go through the roof. I mean, three yeah. tackles per 90 is pretty bonkers anyway. Um, <laughs> he's got tidy passing statistics as well. 57 passes attempted with nearly an 80% pass accuracy. It's not bad at all. Mm. Um, progressive passes are really, really tidy. Dribbles are really tidy. Shot creating actions are through the roof, to be fair. Nearly five per 90s. Very, very solid. Um, and then if we scroll over, look at his similar players. Look who is number well, three. Who is that? Bruno. Yeah, funny that, isn't it? Yeah. I, that's why I, lo I love doing the doing my little digging in the transfers because there's always, even though some of them are rumors, there's always little interesting tidbits that you find as to that kind of solidifies maybe in your mind if it could be true or not. Especially because yeah. we've been linked with some of the players on this list as well. We've been linked with Dahoud before. We've been linked with um, uh, Demirbe before as well. And possibly, and we think we were linked with Ndombele briefly, like in January. Um, so it's, it's interesting. Uh, and if we, oh, I actually didn't look at how he's done in his career. Let's have a look. He's still very young. So, uh, yeah, they won Ligue 2. Well done. So they got, he got promoted with them. That's nice to see. He got them He got them promoted and he's staying in, in Ligue 1. Then we're going to go and poach him. Um, so five assists uh, in his first season in the big time. And then he's, he's added in a couple of goals per season to that. And he's so far that he's matched last season's tally already. And he's like a thousand minutes uh, fewer played. So he's he's definitely progressing. Well, Lorient um, are having a much, much better season than they have in the previous two. Uh, I mean, the fifth this season. And they've struggled against relegation for the previous two. So that's probably why. Um, <coughs> yeah. 
They're playing the some really look good better football. this season because they're playing some good, yeah, good stuff. I mean, this is all you know the whole Bruno comparison, and then when then when you actually look at the the strengths as well, is interesting. I know it's just a website saying that, but you know we like high pressing sort of yeah. people who can pass well, um, fits fits the age profile, mm. reasonably priced, um, still quite slight as a player. But if you look at the ratings as well, he's 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 doing you know very very well. These are very very high scores. Anybody who's consistently getting sevens or above is playing very good football. Mm. Uh, got got an assist, two assists on the trot, one against PSG. So this is this is no joke. This is him lining up against. Ah, it's like a TK. I f- forgot he, he's got and got more minutes. Um, oh, hey, there he is. <laughs> let's, let's, I'll open that in the new tab. We can have a look and see how many minutes he's played in a bit. Um, so yeah, he's playing in kind of that. Uh, attacking midfield role in the four one four one. I've not watched Lorient play, so I can only give you limited information on this. If the link resurfaces again, because this was an early November link, so if mm. the link comes back up, um, actually, I'll write it down so it's in my list because I've got a list of teams I need to watch, be watching. Well, he, he would fit. He would fit. The, he would fit the bill, wouldn't he? Because it, you know he's young. Um, you know. And I mean, there's a comment came in from uh, it's about time <laughs> saying he's he looks similar to Kabai, just needs to fulfill his potential. Um, uh, I've not seen him play with my own eyes, so I don't know if I would make that comparison. I'd have to, well, I'd have to watch I, I, him. I, I do watch um, French football, um, I've seen him a couple of times, and he, he does remind me of the way Kabai plays or used to play. Um, so he, he's definitely got the talent there. Um, yeah, there's them and in another it, 441 with him on the yeah, right. He fits the bill of what Newcastle United. Uh, these players that Newcastle have been bringing in, the, the young guys? Uh, well, I've got two of his game stats up, so you can actually have a look. So in this one, he got an assist. So yeah, you can see he's heavily involved in, in everything. Four crosses, four long balls, four key passes, lots of accurate passes, mm. lots of touches. Um, he's getting very stuck in as well. He's attempting 15 ground duels. Um, and then I think this was versus PSG equally so good stats four out of four long balls against psg still an 83 percent pass accuracy he's getting lots of touches he's getting shots he's trying he's, he's getting he's mucking in with the ground jewels um so again i've not seen him play but just going off what i can see here mm. um he looks like a try he looks like a proper trier he's really really you know the statistics suggest he's always trying um, he seems to be involved in every metric, which is which is great. We like we like people who are going to try and do a bit of everything. Um, but at the moment, our midfield is quite stacked. So we, you know, we, with with Bruno, Joe Linton, Willock, Longstaff, and Shelby, those are currently our five. Um, so you know, unless he wants to bring in a six or a sixth one and move someone on, because um, a lot of the links have been to number sixes, to CDMs. A lot of the talk has been about releasing Bruno further forward and bringing in a, um, you know, a, def- a defensive player. Yeah. Um, but we, you never know. I think it's an interesting one. Before we click off that, let's just have a look at Ekatike's minute, shall we? <laughs> he has caught. Started two games, 25 minutes per game. Does it not tell me his total minutes? Wow. I don't think it does. I think I've got to go on his FBRF for that. Hang on, hang on. We, we, we will get there because it's funny. I can spell his name anymore. There it is. Akitike. He has 228 minutes in League 1 and 52 minutes in the Champions League. Um, Not a lot. He scored once in League 1. So, yeah, well, he turned us down so sudden. Simple as that. 
Yeah, not not doing wonders for his development there. He needs yeah. more minutes than that. Bollocks. Bollocks to him. Uh, actually, he says only a quarter of watchers have liked the show. Uh, guys, just take a little second to time out to just hit that like button for us, will you? Because it really does uh, boost us up the search results on YouTube. Likes are so important to help this channel grow. Uh, so please just take a second now just to hit the like button underneath the video uh, and uh, it will help us massively. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Jules says, uh, I've got to love Alex. He's got them promoted and stayed with them. We're going to poach him. Class. Well, it speaks the truth. Um, I like I've, I've mentioned this before, but I, I swear, we're, the way we're playing, the, the way we're handling transfers now feels like how I play football manager and how a lot of people play football manager. Mm. It's like, are oh, quick. Let's go and scour the Brazilian and the Argentinian leagues. Are oh, quick. Who's really good and cheap in France? It, it, it just feels like football manager, and I love it. It's great. Uh, Ian says, uh, Santos and Peroni on my bet for January, and maybe a right back to study under Trippier, who was 33 next year. Uh, I can't see major signings in January. Ian, we're third in the league, mate. I think, uh, you know, I, I agree. If we were further down the table, just sort of ninth, that area, probably not. But now we're third. We have an opportunity here. Um, we're in the title race. We're, we're, whatever you think of, of that comment, we are at the moment, as it stands, in the title race, which is bizarre to say. So I, I really do think that, that they've got an opportunity here, just a, a couple of players, just to really boost the squad to the end of the season uh, is probably something that they're looking at. But again, we'll have to wait and see. I can't see us buying like an understudy to um, Trippier. This, I, th I think... Maybe in the summer we might look yeah. at it. Yeah. There's no way, like, because that we're going to need to start looking at understudies for Fabian Cher and Trippier at some point. But I don't think yeah. that's going to. I don't think that's going to start until the summer. I don't think they've got that in mind yet. Mm. Yep. Uh, Brian says, uh, even Paul and Alex, this link about Vlahovic or Vlahovic, however you want to say it, is on the website, the boot room. Uh, the source is uh, Calciamito, so there's some legs in it. Yeah, Italian. I wouldn't trust anything Italian. Yeah, uh, Brian, remember what the Italian press was saying about Botman? Uh, oh, etc, sure, etc. No, it's nonsense. Um, Ninety percent of it's nonsense. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take anything there. Nah. Uh, I'll be amazed if, it, to be honest, I'd be amazed if it was any truth in it. Um, it, it makes no sense to buy Isak for sixty million, uh, have him for two games, then he gets injured, and then we fly, we, we we put him in a deal with Vlahovic. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, and I still think we'd have to spend an awful lot of money to get Vlahovic plus Isak. So, ah, nah. Um, Anthony says, uh, Alex Stato knows the score. You're a canny lad as well. Uh, and Paul, you're a cracking lad too. The tune review kicks are straight talking and factually correct. Thank you very much, Anthony. Really appreciate that. Um, Elliot says, reminds me of a better Calvin Phillips. I mean, Calvin Phillips doesn't play football anymore, so... Well, yeah, he's, he's, we very rarely see him. Um, uh, saw Kyle Walker, Peter, comment under Trippy's uh, Instagram post. Yeah, there's a few of the Twitter statos um, wanting him, as in Kyle Walker, Peter's. Yeah, it's not a bad shout. I, I think he'd be a good fullback to have in our squad. He's improved confident. the last couple of seasons, definitely improved, without a doubt. Um so that probably might be one to keep an out for, uh, keep an eye out for. Uh, it's about time. Says I honestly don't care who we sign uh, as in a big name. I genuinely believe that no matter who, who comes in, Eddie will get the best out of them. One hundred percent. 
it's a shame that the best striker in the world is absent from this tournament. Uh, can, can I just say to uh, to the to the American fans watching mm. or the American viewers, this is why I make jokes about you because currently trending on Twitter in the United Kingdom are the, uh, is USA, USA, USA. That is why I want you to lose. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, clearly, that angers Alex and really gets under his nose. Um, Troll says Burn is 32, so we really is 32, so we really need a centre back understudies, in my opinion. That'll come. But look, there's there's no panic yet. I don't it think that'll happen. happen. I think it's Burn Botman, and I mm. think their long term vision is to sign a proper left back. I mean, look, we've got plenty of time. I'm sure the, the you know Eddie and the guys will know when the time is right to start replacing these players. Um, but it's certainly not yet. Uh, Paul Gallant, good evening to you. Scott, good evening. Um, Ashley, he says uh, there's about they're about as accurate as some YouTube channels. Lol. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, I prefer not to speak. Sorry. I prefer not to speak. Yes, uh, we, speak, we, we, we don't. Uh, no, we don't get involved in that anymore. Um, uh, maybe we can have both players as built. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't think we will go crazy, but I'll be surprised if we make two signings in January. Um, if we get Madison, I think that will be our business done. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think it will be a proper player and then, you know, bits of youth signings from around the world, very much like the Garam Qual deal. I think I think there'll be one or two signings from somewhere around the world of young players where yeah. the plan is not for them to be first team straight away. Mm. But then there will be a proper first-team signing, like a Madison or a somebody, I think. At yeah. least one. Indeed. Uh, Paul, very sorry to hear about your mum. Uh, health has dipped in hospital. Uh, again, uh, all the channel sends uh, sends her our love and prayers. And uh, hopefully she can make a, a speedy recovery, mate. So um, we are thinking of uh, you and the family, mate. So uh, hopefully she uh, she gets better soon. Um, Leighton says, uh, we're looking for number six or Madison. I can't see both. Uh, but we seem to be looking for a six more. Um, I, I'm not necessarily think that. Um, I think it, Madison is is the one key target. I think would would cover you know a couple of positions. Which it, for me, uh, as as a Newcastle fan, you know, to see Madison come in and be able to cover those couple of positions is more healthy than just looking for a number six, in my opinion, because we don't really need a six. Or am I, am I talking bollocks there? No, not at all. No, I mean, Madison, Madison is the key to us being a bit more flexibility with our style and formations. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mentioned this unloaded the other night that we could probably get away with playing a 4-2-3 run and a, a little bit more versatile attacking. We could have more flexibility up front um, mm. because he, he could, He's so clever and can occupy certain positions. Um, I think it just work a lot better. Like M Miggy can't do what Madison does. Um, Miggy's very much, you know, you can see what his style is. Right wing is trippier there. No, okay, I cut in. Can I get left foot? No, okay, pass. It's it's very very. He has a, he has an exact role and game plan and a very yeah. specific style. Whereas yeah. Madison isn't as restricted in his style of play. Madison can do four or five different roles. Could probably play as a centre midfielder, mm. as a higher eight, as a ten, as a wing. He can do set pieces. You know, Miggy's not quite 
on that level. But yeah, yeah Miggy is incredible. He's scoring loads of goals. But Miggy has is quite one dimensional, and he is that. Um, well, there's certainly no harm bringing a player like Madison. Of course into not. The no, of course not. Um, Jason Scott says he's got no time for the USA soccer fans. Uh, shoot the thrill. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jules has just commented hashtag Americanism. Um, soccer, yeah. uh, Arturo. Uh, thank you for your two, uh, two euros, mate. He says, Where the players you talked about missed the short, you can go back and watch it, mate. No problem at all. Um, uh, it's not replacing, uh, it's getting players that can take over in two to three seasons. True. Uh, Ian says, I disagree. The time is now to get the youth in two to three years from, from their retire. Yeah, but we are getting the youth in. Look at all the youth players we've signed in. We've signed a bundle of them. So we are doing that. We are preparing. you got to remember, uh, we have a transfer window every six months. It's fine. Yeah, indeed. Alec Coffey's is Newcastle United in the title race in December. Gasp. Yeah, well, come on. We are. As it stands. Listen. I mean, our two games when we come back are Leicester and Leeds, which are both winnable games. Yeah. So, And we've, we're yet to play Arsenal. We've still got to play them twice. Mm-hmm. So depending on how the next... Depending on how the first month goes after we get back from the World Cup, then I think we can say, then I think the chips are down and we know where we stand. Indeed. Uh, Matt Fletcher, Oz, 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 and I'm not dyslexic. <laughs> yeah, of course, uh, Matt is in Australia, so uh, it contains the words, the letters, USA. Uh, Foxy says, USA show more love to the women's national team than the men's team, only because the women usually have a decent chance of winning. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I don't like it when countries do that. You should support whoever, regardless. Yeah, Poland do that a lot. They support volleyball just because they're one of the only sports that wins stuff. Um, you know, you can't pick and choose. You can't just follow them because they're winning. Um, that that's why it's it's not sweet. If you win, it's not it's not as emotional and fun. You've got to you've got to go through the journey. Indeed, um, you're going to want a good ref against the Americans. Some nasty tackling out there today. Oh yeah, Adams was a bit. Um, he had his Red Bull, hadn't he? Bloody hell. Uh, speaking of energy drinks, uh, it's about time. Says, uh, I heard that we're swapping Richie LaSalle's Dummett, Mankeo, Wood, Fraser and Darlow for a can of Monster. Uh, Ashley Eddy says, uh, when the American fans uh, can make up a decent chant, then I might watch them. It sounds like a bunch of college cheerleaders. It, 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 uh, yeah, after the goal, it panned to like a bunch of cowboy hats. I'm not, I'm not okay with that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, Paul says thank you Paul means a lot no problem matey um, Sergio Busquets is available in January says Ahmed uh, available to do what the gardening yeah how old is he now oh my gaze oh here we go Tom says ITV announced that they have a feature on sports washing before they show the Argentina Saudi Arabia game tomorrow God. who's on um Who's punditry for ITV? I think, isn't Ian Wright doing ITV? Uh, Laura Woods is there. I know that much as well. Um, there's a few. I can't think. I, Ian Wright's funny because he does match of the day and then he, he sods off to ITV for all the... Uh, the yeah, they did They did wind him up about that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's strange. Um, <laughs> Ashley says, uh, I think we will get more than Madison with our current position if the owners really want to give this uh, wave a good push. Uh, Wes says six would be looking to replace Shelby in the next couple of years and pushing Bruno further up, but I'd prefer Madison at present. Uh, Chipper says hashtag Americanist. Um, Rachel says hashtag Yankee Doodle Dandy. Um, Chris, are you trying to wind him up or somebody here? What's going I mean, on? Busquets is only 34. 
I thought he was older than that. He's, he feels like he's been around for absolutely well, yeah, ever. He's still on the wrong end of his um, career, to be fair. I thought he was 36 or 37. I thought he was sort of Modric's age, but he's yeah. only 34. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Arturo, thank you for another five euros, my friend. He says we should get Ishmael Sar. He's been linked with us before, to be fair. Um, uh, Ian says it isn't football manager, Alex. We can't go down that route for years to come. Youth is the way. That is how you play football manager. Yeah. He it's wasn't youth. talking about real life. It's youth. It's youth. You get your scouts youth. and you send them all to, to Brazil and Peru and Colombia and Argentina Indeed. and Youth Ecuador is the way and... forward, Ian. Youth, as you've just said there. So we agree with you. Youth. Uh, Foxy says, apart from Madison, Andres Santos is the guy I want to sign in. Uh, we'll learn a lot from Bruno and the way he plays is a little similar to Jude Bellingham. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, Ali says, uh, you think the Turam would come in as wood replacement and sort of understudy to Wilson, as we don't know how many more seasons we will get uh, out of Wilson. What about Isak? We keep, everybody yeah, keeps no, forgetting, about forgetting about Isak. You know, we have a £60 million striker. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Troll says, the longer the understudies are here, the easier it will be for them to step up when the time comes. Um, Paul Gallant says, I had, a watch, I had the watch along on while watching the game with a rant. Brilliant show. Thank you very much. Um, Wes says Santos is a great shout, especially with the Brazil connection. Uh, might have work permit issues, though. I'm sure they would check that all out before um, before anything happens. Martian leader, uh, Richie, good evening. Uh, hope Garang gets some game time tomorrow and shows his talents. What time is that Australia game? What tomorrow? Um, just I think Mexico-Poland is 3.30. Is it Mexico-Poland? 10 o'clock in the morning. Did I just make that up? Are they in the same group? Yeah, 10 a.m. is Argentina, Saudi Arabia. I'm tempted to do a watch along for that, you know. 10 a.m.? Mm. There's a game at 10, a game at 1, a game at 4, and a game at 7 tomorrow. So four oh, games. That's two. I'll get to see the second two. What, what are the second two games? Uh, well, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, 10 o'clock. 1 o'clock, Denmark, Tunisia. 4 o'clock is Mexico, Poland, which yeah, I'll watch a that. little bit of a... One for you. And then uh, the Group D game at 7 o'clock is France against Australia. Um, oh, okay. That's the big one. I'll watch that. Yeah, I think I might do a watch along for that as well. I'm, yeah, I might jump on tempted. if I'm around. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm tempted. Right. Uh, we, if you just keep an, eye, keep an eye on the channel, guys, because we could have a couple of watch-alongs tomorrow. Um, Red Randy says, ITV aired an advert to visit Saudi Arabia during the USA game as well. The hypocrisy. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, Charles says we he saw that we're linked to João Pedro again. Are we? I haven't seen, that. I haven't I haven't seen, seen those that. links, but if I see them, we'll look at him again. He's still a brilliant player, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He did sign a contract extension, I'm pretty sure, though. So he will be more. He has, he has, he, he did just after all the speculation. Um, so it's going to be more money at the end of the day. Uh, BL Duff says a little side note, Paul. Do you get any Whitley Bay Warrior games? Not at the minute, I don't, mate. Out, unfortunately. Um, the face off at five o'clock on a Sunday at home, and it's it's difficult for me to get to uh, at that time. Uh, Dark Elf would take Diaby ahead of Madison. Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Madison gives you so much more um, versatility, in my opinion. But we'll, we'll see. Arturo, thank you for another two euros. Uh, you've really, really smashed the donations today, mate. Thank you very much. Uh, so sad today, and he's got electricity like Maxi. He's a good player. Yeah, absolutely. Um, maybe Kamal says they should do a, a segment about washing their ass. Much education, 
Indeed, Kamal. Indeed. Um, just says the youth in Asia, old Ali G fans will get this. Uh, Rat uh, says, uh, I'd like to say Kone uh, or Sangore, but honestly, if we have a season and reach top four this season, I want to see Newcastle push for Bellingham and future England stars to push our brand. Uh, too I'm much sure money. Will. It's just well, too much money. They will want to push the brand, of course they will. Um, I, I, I would going. much rather have... I'd rather sign Kone, Madison, Andre Santos, Angel Gabriel, and and all. I'd rather sign all of them instead of just Jude Bellingham because they would probably yeah. be the same price. Jude Bellingham's going to be well over a hundred million. Um, he's probably going to be one of one of the most expensive players again. He's probably going to break a record. Um, he's nineteen. He's nineteen. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Ahmed, forget the CR7 rumours. Never in a million years going to happen, mate. So uh, I'm not uh, even. I wasn't even going to entertain that idea on the transfer show. I'm not looking nah, at Ronaldo. No way. Uh, England play Friday, or am I wrong? No, they play the USA on Friday night, seven o'clock kickoff. Paul um, Foxy says, "Did anyone see the video of the Argentine female reporter getting robbed live on air in Qatar?" Shocking. Not. I did see I that they said that. they're gonna that she got to pick his punishment. I read that somewhere. I don't know mm. if I'm making that up. I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere, um, which is a bit odd. Um, Strange, yeah. Uh, what's the odds we get mentioned when Saudi Arabia play tomorrow? Uh, oh, there is no doubt we'll get mentioned. No doubt. Um, Red Randis is 19 and he commanded the game today like he was an England veteran. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Ali says, what about that Napoli, uh, the, the one with the next level name could try for him? Uh, look, I'm sure we'll be getting various. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Listen, uh, we it, haven't reviewed it, him on the show before, and he has been linked. Well, maybe you know, the next thing time. is, as the as the World Cup sort of goes on, and and January comes closer and closer, there, there's no doubt that we are going to be um, linked with so many players. Players that have the Georgian guy. Yeah, <laughs> we'll look at him next Cup. time. It's Kvicha Kvaratskhelia. Well, the thing is, we're going to have a lot more transfer shows certainly coming up through the, the next few weeks because the build-up to January, obviously, we're going to be linked with a lot of names. But as usual, on this channel, um, we must stipulate that we, we are not saying that these players are coming to sign. We don't know anything. Um, we are just looking at the links and then looking at the players themselves and, and see what they would bring to Newcastle United should they sign. Because um, what we say on this channel is that uh, until the club officially announce the signing, uh, we don't comment on it, so it's it it, it is what it is. Um, if you if you want um, to, to to believe in stuff that you hear going on on YouTube and social media, then that is your right to do so. But we uh, we we talk about the players once they're officially signed. Um, yes, you can get excited about potential of certain players, uh, but we don't say that they're definitely coming. But there you go. That is the show done and dusted for tonight. We hope you've enjoyed it. Um, I know, obviously, with the World Cup going on, but uh, we've had over 500 viewing, which is fantastic, uh, which is great. Uh, now, tomorrow, uh, obviously, the fan forum uh, is going to be put back because there will be two watch-alongs tomorrow. I'm going to do the watch-along in the morning between Saudi Arabia and Argentina. I think that should be very interesting. Uh, and, of course, the big game uh, tomorrow night, uh, which will be between France and Australia and uh, the possibility of seeing uh, Garan Kowal come on at some point in the game. I don't think he'll start... Uh, but he has been used various times as a, certainly an impact substitute for Australia. 
So uh, it might be worth uh, keeping an eye on that. So join me at 10 o'clock. Well, we'll do it from around 10 to 10 tomorrow and then around uh, quarter to seven uh, tomorrow night uh, with the build-up to that game as well. So lots to look forward to on the show. Uh, do join us and let us know in the comments, you know, watch the game and and, and join the watch-alongs and uh, just have a good laugh with us. Uh, but thank you very much, everybody, for joining the show. Thank you to the Super Chatters. Big thanks to the Mod Squad yet again. Uh, Alex, thank you for your company this evening. And uh, we will see you, well, I'll see you bright and early, 10 o'clock in the morning for Argentina against Saudi Arabia. In the meantime, good night, guys.